Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by Baby Lock. ZD and I sew on Baby Lock sewing machines and sergers every day. Baby Lock is the perfect long-term sewing companion. Their machines are reliably built, and the company is on the cutting edge of sewing technology. Just wait until later in the episode when we tell you about how you can use the camera on your phone to achieve perfect embroidery placement. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And this is ZD Donahue. And I can't see the podcast notes, so <laughs> mom's in charge here. You might not even like them. I'm, yeah, we'll, we'll see what, what happens. Not, what if you don't like them? Oh, there them? they are. I'm okay. not sure you can understand them or blah, blah, blah. I can't believe I we haven't done this okay. yet. Yeah. Like, can you? I guess not. I don't know. Because it seems like we've done everything. How long? Okay, so like right now, have we been podcasting like two It'll and be a half three years, years, three years in January. So two, so over two, two and a half. Over two and a half. Yeah, over two and a half years. So three years in January is just how I keep thinking of it. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's really amazing. So we're going to start a series on home deck. My God, I've been sitting across from you like every week for three years, no matter what. I mean, you've been sitting across from me for like... 30 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've been, yeah, but we've been, yeah, but, yeah, we've been hanging but, out for a long time. Yes, yes, yes. That's why some, everyone's small get contacted for podcasting advice. Yes. Um, at my job, they want to start a podcast and they're like, so like, do we script it out? And I was like, well, you well, might have to, <laughs> you know, no, I, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure some people do anyway. Or they at least have an outline, you know, of course, some people don't go on tangents like we do. We I did, you know, just so you know, we like tangents, everybody. when someone tags me in a post on Instagram and then you comment on it, I see it. <laughs> so, <laughs> gotten a few things where I think people like didn't think I'd see something, but I'm like tagged in the post and anyway, was it kind of mean? Maybe just a little. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. I'm fine. There's lots I'm of mean fine. things out there. It happens all the time. I'm okay, if you were wondering. All right, so <laughs> moving on. You got over Here's it. the deal. Mom has done a lot of home deck, okay? And maybe because we were sort of focusing 
I, I mean, we still well, are focused on, the wardrobe. on garment sewing. You know, but you, know, you can also dress your furniture yes. or your house and or your car absolutely. or your boat or your camper or your camper. Your glamper. Blah, 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 blah. Or your dog's house. No, mom's just done so much home deck. Well, and home deck and costuming and then like certain types of clothing. Yeah, and I, it can actually, co- I've used a lot of home deck fabric and costuming. Yeah, it can actually, all cross I've over. Worn home deck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I don't want it particularly look like a couch, but I have worn okay, home deck fabric. The, the term that I love best, and this is from a Stevens College faculty member who mm-hmm. was there. She called it a couch killer. Like if someone looked like they were upholstered. It looks like you killed a couch to make the to garment. To make the garment. Yeah. And so every time. I had a couple of nightmares about Like stuff every like time that. I've tried to choose sort of a damask fabric or maybe a plaid for right. something, I'm like, am I going to be a couch killer? <laughs> Well, and sometimes you don't know till you put it together. That's totally true. Or like, you know, one time I made a dress. Uh-huh. And it looked good. You know, and, and it was kind of a dilemma for me anyway, the right. person I was costuming. And I did use some home deck and it was kind of couchy. You're worried looking. it's gonna look couchy. It was kinda couchy yeah. looking, you know. And and I had this dream. That she looked like this, like overstuffed cartoon chair when I put it on her, and I, I was just mortified, and I was just mortified, and I was like, I, I, it's dress rehearsal, you yeah, know, see like, it works. Guess I'll try it. Guess, and it was so cute. I think, like, I, but it was so funny because that was my fear. I think especially because you choose those big home deck stuff, yeah, for the bigger, well, more, and, but it was his, for, like, but it was for stage, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I want, right. I didn't, I wanted it to look like a, yeah, I wanted sure. to see the print. There's a fine line though, yes. right? Between, okay, yeah, this is another podcast using home deck fabrics for garments, so let's just put a pin in that, okay, <laughs> right? let's put right. that someplace else. We'll, we'll, we'll put that in this series at let's the put end, a How's straight that? pin in that. What we're gonna try and do because we're coming off a tangent and back into our lane here. We're going to try and do a home deck series. Yeah, we're gonna okay. we're gonna get some of this. And knowledge I think out that there. might be good for like a, a you know Se- to wind it up at the end. Whatever. Oh yeah, the last that'd be great. Would where would you use home deck? Yes. And, and why? And what's the difference in the fabric? And, and all that? when you might want to be careful and not look right. like a couch killer. You know. Right. Okay. So, mom. Okay, you have done home deck on a grand scale. Yeah. You've done gigantic drapes. Yeah. You have done, you know, throw pillows. You have made duvet covers. You have done small drapes. You have done, you know, smaller pillows. You've made throws. You have recovered chairs, reupholstered. So, like, yes. you know, I just want to let everybody know ZD's got some home deck chops on her. Okay. She really yes. does. I'm never making pleated drapes again. I just want to make that announcement so I stick to it. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So what I thought would be, what I thought, no, ZD wrote the podcast notes. What ZD thought would be good and that I thought would be great is in this episode, this uh, first episode of the series, just to talk about some of ZD's generalized rules for home deck sewing. Right. Maybe you could give us a few brief examples of a rule. And then in uh, subsequent episodes, we're going to talk about like, you know, like an equipment episode and like right. a fabric enclosure It'll episode. Be more in, de- in, in, yeah. t- in detail, too. Get yes. more in depth there. Uh, actually, write down that like recovering versus reupholstering versus slip covers. Maybe, I don't know, that'll be its own episode. Okay. Which just sounds exhausting to write okay. down, I okay. think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So ZD has these podcast notes. 
your first note well, here. I, okay, and how I actually came up with these notes. Uh-huh. Okay, I, I haven't done home deck, like... Um, Professionally. Well, I haven't done, yes. In a while. Yeah, I haven't done professional in a while, but I just haven't done a whole lot of really in-depth home deck. I've done some pillows lately, you know, things like that. But I haven't done, like, cushions or couches or something. You just recovered those chairs in your dining room. That was all staple gun. Well, I guess I pieced it. We're going anyway, to talk about staplers. Yeah, we'll talk about staplers, too. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, I don't consider that sewing. I don't know why, but even though I did piece the tops together. But anyway, um, what what this was, was we bought a camper. It's three years old now. And not only was the, this is mostly the dinette, I guess. Area, yeah. yeah. We also just didn't like the whole decor inside. I called it like, you know, some sort of faux cowboy retro, whatever. It it's just not. It's a little gross. It yeah. It it's gross. not me. No. Okay. It's somebody. Not, I'm go. sure it's not me. Look it's at me making a value judgment on it style. Just Don't not. Do it it now. is not me. It's really not. It's probably not that bad, but it's just not me. And it's very brown, and I'm not brown. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, um. I'm far from neutral. <laughs> yeah, it was very, like, grazy brown. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, the cushions, one thing, I, this is not an expensive camper, okay? This is, like, bare bones camper. Okay. okay. So, the cushions were also not sturdy enough. You know, uh-huh. if when we sat on, like, your, your rear end went straight down to the plywood that was under it. So, okay. you know, the foam was weak. Um, they started popping out at the seams, things like this. My husband and I are not hard on furniture or anything like this. I just think, you know, it wasn't the best quality. Right. Okay, but that was all right because, you know, we didn't like it anyway. So, anyway, my husband's like, well, get, get this foam. I can't stand this foam. So, I bought some foam. Yep. And then he said, well, what are we going to cover it in? And blah, blah. Well, okay. So we could come up to the studio and pick out fabric. Yes, because we have a lot of home deck fabric. which is what we did. So anyway, this is sort of like more of a project than I've done lately, like covering cushions. And really all this is is box cushions. Yeah, but it's got you thinking about home deck? Yeah. Yeah, it did. It got me thinking about home deck. So I thought, oh, the the first thing is when I sew home deck, and and these are like real basics, I usually use a stitch length of four. Yeah. And part of that is because of the fabric, okay? The fabric is heavier. You know, you don't need those little stitches, okay? Yeah, we need like a graphic or like a GIF we can share every time in the group. Because lengthening a stitch, lengthening your stitch length on certain fabrics will fix a lot of problems. Right. And it has been coming up a lot okay. in the and, group. And it doesn't always weaken the seam. That's right. You know, yeah, don't, talk- don't think it makes it weaker. Right. Okay, sometimes you can get stitches too close together, and that weakens the seam. Yeah, that's not always good. So what you need is the correct stitch length. Okay, so we and- have... We have talked about this before, but right, it right. needs to be said again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need the correct stitch length for what you're doing. You need the correct needle. So I used to often, um, there are like upholsters, needles, and things. I've often 
denim was a denim needle. Yeah, a ninety or a one hundred with you know the big heavy stuff. That was sort of a standard for me. Uh huh. If I went to the ninety or the hundred denim, now there are some other needles you could go to. Yeah, I want to just know. go back to stitch length real quick uh-huh. and just rehash this. All oftentimes on your machine, if you choose a straight stitch, the default length is 2.5 millimeters. Right. Okay. I want everybody to know that. And I'm talking four here. Yes. And so Mm -hmm. then ZD's saying she goes up to a four. Right. This is because the home deck in general that we're talking about is these heavier fabrics. And not only that is there's not always a lot of stress on a home deck seam. Great. Okay. Good point. Now, maybe on a seat cushion, if you're sitting on it and, you know, rubbing up against it or whatever, but you're going to use heavier fabric then, so you're going to need a four anyway. Um, but, you know, things like, you know, things that hang like a drape or something like that, there's not a lot of wear specifically on the seam. You may find that if you use a real short stitch length on some of these heavier fabrics, your project won't advance through your machine as well. That's correct. Okay. If you have decided to use some kind of heavier duty thread, which may not always be necessary either, the shorter stitch length can mess that up. That's right. You can have some bad looping. Okay. Um, the shorter stitch length can over perforate some right. fabrics. Like you said when you said weaken That's the seam. That's right. A, a shorter stitch length can actually weaken the fabric because it's piercing it closer. Just think about you know how you would perforate anything. The closer the perforations, the more likely it is to break there. So don't be afraid like mom said. If you're afraid, okay, if you're afraid, go to a 3.5. There you go. Okay. If you're afraid, go to a 3.5. 3.5 almost is like you know, almost going to be okay for almost anything. And then go to the four. And you can always right. test your seam, right. Right? right? So I just wanted to give people a little perspective when you say go right. to the four, mm-hmm. um, you know, what that could mean. Oh, no, I think people yeah. do need pers- – I, you know, when I make things like purses generally, I'm on a four. Yeah. I treat pr- many purses, especially things that are, you know, say canvas weight or something, I treat them like home deck. I – have been going up to a three. Well, okay, the garment I just made that we discussed, you know, last podcast or two podcasts ago, that denim, you know, shirt dress that's right. now my trench coat. It just the three was just working better. Well, it's a little thicker right. fabric. Well, the other thing is, okay, if you think about this, if your fabric is thick or bulky or stiff, which denim is, of course, um, and you have this tiny little stitch link, you're trying to pack those fibers in a smaller space. Ooh, why does my seam look puckery? Yeah. Because there's not enough yeah, room there. Yeah, your seam's going to look better. Right, yeah, what right. I was just going to say, which you kind of said, is the reason your fabric's heavier is because the fibers are bigger generally. Right, right. right? The threads that are making up that fabric. Right. And when you get into home deck and that kind of like chenille stuff. Oh, I did that today. Those are gigantic yeah. fibers. Yes. I have the throw that yes. you know maybe we'll talk about that in a in a one of these series but i have one of those throws that's made out of that fabric and i absolutely love it but yeah definitely a four on that kind of thing um would would be necessary and you're using the lock stitch on your sewing machine you right. know uh, to make this seam maybe we'll get into other things a little later but yeah so a four stitch length so yes and you um are talking about needles Next. Right, right. Well, I'm and sorry. I did. I, I mean, I mean, I I don't have much more to say than that. But I, a denim needle 
you know, works out really well. A I 90 think... or a 100. Um, you know, if you've got, say, maybe a cotton chintz or something like that, sure, an 80 or 90 might work too. Yeah, and I think we might get even into a that uni- a little even, more. Even a universal. It's, you know, again, you have to think about your weight. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to think about what it's about, what it's for, all that stuff. Um, thread, and you talked about thread. I'm sorry, I'm a metrocene like disciple. Hey, you know who else is a metrazine disciple? Russell uh, from yeah. Soapbox Productions. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying I didn't believe you, but it's just kind of nice every once in a while to like say hear yes. someone else be like, yes. yeah, that's my and favorite go, thread oh, too. You just, you're not going to use upholstery weight thread. You know the Hollywood chair? How yeah. much work is, how much wear has the Hollywood chair got? A lot. Okay, well that's metrazine. And when I made a harness for you to fly in, yep. what did I use? Met- you I used, used metrazine. And you were 20 feet in the air, and I trusted that okay, stuff. Okay, this is normal construction thread. We would yes. use this to make a garment. Right. Okay, I, like we use it to make we garments. We consider it our all-purpose thread. Yeah, that's our all-purpose. Right. We call it a construction thread. Right. And then, so mom's saying, I would use this to make, you know, a dress. Right. Or I'd use it to make... To use, you know, do my cushions. Right. Uh, yeah, I would use it to sew together heavy fabrics. Right. I would use it to sew together leather. It's you know? exactly what I used to sew okay. leather with. Right. Yeah. This thread as well is, as Russell. I think yes. that I think those heavy threads they really are a place where people can get tripped heavy up. Heavy threads and they're can not really, necessary. really mess you up. Yeah. First of all, home machines don't tend to do do them well. Right. Okay. You're, it's not made for it, and and that's just. The fact. Now, you can get an upholstery machine. You can invest in that. Mm -hmm. If you have an upholstery shop, you may want to. Mm -hmm. Okay? I have yet to find anything that I could not sew on a good quality home machine with metrocene thread. There you go. And the right needle. It, it, It hasn't been a problem. The heaviest I like to go on our machine is that top stitching thread by... 12 weight. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, by... It's Mettler. It's yeah, a Mettler it's top a Mettler stitching too. thread. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. It's a 12 weight. And even that sometimes, you right. know. It... But do you use it in your bobbin? No, ma'am. That's right. No, ma'am. And when I'm constructing <laughs> something, I really want the same weight in my bobbin. Yeah. Okay. When I'm constructing a seam, you you just said top stitching, and that's, that's what right. that was for. That's right. It's a right. decorative thing, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. But I have some, you know, canvas boat covers that have lasted through winters and sun and you know weather and everything else and being pulled on and off of a boat and all that and they're intact they've stayed intact as long as the stitching that came from the any um factory metrazine okay and it comes i believe in three sizes um i used to sell a big variety pack and i was trying to get away from you know carrying the physical product so much because it's hard to keep up with the shipping um but that might be something i don't know Maybe bring that back. Uh, <laughs> but we sold a black, a white, our magic mauve. Magic mauve. And mauve a gray. Mauve or mauve. Mauve or mauve. Depending on where you live. Okay. Um, and those I would sell in the big 10,000 meter spool. Mm-hmm. That sounds really big, but it'll still fit on a standard spool pin on a sewing machine. Okay. And then there's like a half, and then there's like a quarter of that. Mm-hmm. And the itty bitty spools, honestly, I don't know. I know. Well, the only, the only time I've ever even bought an itty bitty little spool is when I like was really trying to find a color, and I don't do that that often anyway. Yeah, we don't really because I don't that match that color. I I mean, yeah. I am not the person that has to have because 
I make a scene that doesn't show. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Okay, so metrozine. Okay, what's well, next? we're talking about thread. Oh, you you know your bobbins are there. Actually, I just won bobbin chicken today and didn't even know I was. Playing you won bobbin chicken. I did. Had like a had like a half inch left on my thing after I pulled it out. Bam! One, it was really really kind of funny, but I had wound two bobbins. Uh huh. Okay, I was doing four cushions. Ooh. This is a lot of seams. Hey, uh, are you sewing with orange thread? No. Oh. I'm sewing. With, oh, you're sewing with with a tan thread. Okay, sorry. Okay, so um, anyway, you looked at the wrong. We're machine. looking at the wrong machine. Yeah. So anyway, and then over there, I'm sewing with what white and gray and black or something. I don't know. Yeah. But um, anyway, winding up bobbins that you're not aggravated if you do run out of thread. Okay. Um, I don't know why anybody has. Pro- Again, if you don't bobbins. have at least twenty bobbins. In your in your studio, you could be in a world put of hurt. Them on, Just get yeah, them. put them on, on your Rosh Hashanah list, okay. on your Christmas list, on whatever list you get gifts for your birthday list, because bobbins are part of sewing, and and we need to. But anyway, no, I, but the bobbins. Okay, here's right. the, here's the thing with home deck. A lot of times, it's like long seams. Well, it is long seams. Uh, you know? In fact, it's much more <laughs> than a seams. garment. Yeah, I mean, I mean, garment are really not very big seams if you think about it. And you know, so a box cushion, you have, you know, like. I mean, eight eight depend- long seams on one box cushion, yeah. and that's not even counting the little the, stuff or putting in the zipper. Well, you're or putting in the stuff. zipper, yeah. Right. And if, yeah. Or you're making cording or any sort of, you mm-hmm. know, putting a cover on anything or, or, or uh, a trim or anything. So, anyway, wind more than one bobbin. There you go. Um, I wound two, and I think it's going to be perfect. Yeah, and so make sure you're well-stocked on bobbins. That's always good advice here on the podcast. And we've said that over and over again. The other thing is... Okay, before you get to the other thing, we need to stop and take a break. I was just going to say, the other thing is, don't forget to take a break. <laughs> don't forget to take a break from your podcast or from take a break your from your from Get your up sewing. and down, move around, don't just sit at that sewing machine. Okay, great. We'll be right back after this message break. Mallory, I'm always impressed with baby lock machines, and I always think, yo, this is the best, you can't get better than this, and then guess what happens? They make it. They make it better. Yeah. You know what? You know what happens? Okay. They put they put a camera on their on their highest end machine, right? Right. So there's a. Let me repeat this. There is a camera on the machine. Yes, and I can take a picture of my manicure if I want. Yes. Yes. So they put a camera on the machine so you can scan what you're going to embroider. Da da da. But then what they did now they've made the technology even more accessible. Okay. Okay. So, like, how how can they impress me? Well, instead of having the machine with the camera on it, if you don't have that machine, the new Altair and Meridian machines let you use an app on your smartphone to transfer a picture of your project wirelessly to the machine so that you can have this perfect positioning on other machines as well. So not only, I mean... Uh- They've just made the technology even more accessible okay. to everybody. I'm like living in a in a fantasy world. In, in the future. In the yes, the future is now. I, I, the future has happened. I have a communicator on my wrist. That's right. You know. That's right. I mean, <laughs> okay. So 
I don't know how much more I can be impressed. Yeah, I think that the launch of the new Baby Lock machines right now in 2019 might be more impressive than the Apple releases that are going on. So um, if you want to see these machines in person, you can go to babylock.com and you can use their retailer locator to go see a machine right. at a dealer. And that's another thing, of course, we love about Baby Locks, right? Are there fabulous dealers they're independent right. retailers so yeah um and then i guess we've gotten to a place maybe the closest we're gonna get to baby lock naming a machine after you what yes. they named a machine zd yeah, so not quite they oh. have the new altair and meridian that are you know the machines that work with that perfect positioning app but now they have a machine called the Ariel as well. So oh, you mean like Ariel in the yes, sky, not like Ariel the mermaid. A E R I A L. That so would be that would be as close as maybe I'm gonna get. All right. So once again, go to babylock.com. Check out that retailer locator and check out the wonderful videos they have that show you what the heck we're talking about with this perfect positioning app on your smartphone. I continue to be impressed. Yes. So Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. We're back from our break, right? Right. Did, and we've what did you do? Did you drink? Some, wait. Did, did you get a drink of water? Did you stretch? What did you do during your break, Mom? Actually, <laughs> eat a I snack? looked at my notes. Looked at your I, notes. I should have done something more important, but no. I looked but at my anyway, notes. yes. So to recap, we've talked about stitch length needles. Um, did you, we talk no, about? No, you missed allowance? this. You missed okay. this. Okay. Yeah, this is so great. So great. We, we've talked okay. about stitch length needles, um, thread, and seam allowance, half inch. Why a half inch? Because that's the standard. I don't know. And I'll tell you another thing. It's much easier to calculate. For instance, if I'm covering a boxed cushion yeah. and my cushion is 23 inches, I know I need 24 inches Ta-da. of fabric. So it's easy. I'm not working with eighths of inches and getting myself. And, you know, I will tell you, I just had a day of funny math mistakes. Not really math mistakes, but like, oh, I need a four-inch piece here. And I cut four inches instead of five inches. Someone told me that I was good at math today. So, you oh, know. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, well, uh, i got to meet that person. Yeah, right. <laughs> we better log that one. Anyway. Um, so, half-inch seam allowance is standard because you usually don't have a pattern, right? Uh-huh. When you're, so, you're making this up as, as you go along. Yes. Or you've taken, now be careful, and we're going to talk about that, making a pattern from you know, the what is on there already where you yeah. take it about. We're going to talk about that. Okay. But anyway. I also just want to clarify. I want to give some perspective uh-huh. here again. 
if you have a pattern that calls for smaller seam allowances than that, mm-hmm. beware. Okay, so if you're making a pillow, okay, that's going to get... Don't do it. Don't make it. It'll that's fall gonna apart. That's going to get stuffed and stuff, blah, 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 blah. You really, you need that half inch. So mom's saying, oh, half inch is standard and it's great and it's wonderful because you can just add an inch and you'll get that half right. inch on either side. I, I... You, it also fits under the presser foot and yeah. the entire seam is held supported. in place by the top presser foot and the bottom of the feed ducts. It is supported. If you go with this quarter inch stuff, it's not as precise, it's not as pretty, and you don't have enough seam allowance. No, the seam allowance helps you. And we did a whole podcast on seam right. allowance and how it actually helps. And I have seen some of those patterns. They'll come from quilting people. And it's a pattern for like a poof or a purse a, or, something, or yeah. a somewhat home decky semi-furniture right. thing. And they're using these quarter-inch seam allowances. And I don't think it's appropriate. Okay? If in if, if you do need a quarter-inch seam allowance for some reason... Like to get rid of that bulk or something, you need to sew on the half inch there and then you go. cut and then it trim. down. To otherwise, you have a lousy seam. Or I'm or just be right. okay. The thing is, is like a lot of times, I'm not saying you never have to reduce bulk, but you're like putting this on a pillow, right? Yeah, no one's deck, feeling it. In home deck, well, we're going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, okay. I won't get, that, I'm sorry if I'm getting too far. But into um, it. you know, we'll talk about reducing, but most of the time, you don't. Yeah. You don't. Because it's not going up against no, a body, right? No, it's going no. on over and, a pillow and, form and, or something. Uh, and it's big. Yeah. You know. So. But moving on, I guess. Moving on, talking about big. Okay. Segway. There you go. You want to make sure you have a nice, big work area. Ooh. Not only to cut or measure or all of that, right? Mm-hmm. But also to sew. Yeah. Because usually these projects are bigger and they are heavier. Yes. So anytime you have something like this, you need it to be supported by the table that you're sewing on or whatever. Now, I have a story about a boat cover, right? Uh-huh. A boat cover's pretty big. I mean, our boat's not big, but its cover is. So our boat's, well, o- our boat's yeah. only 22 and a half feet, okay? <laughs> That's not a big boat. That's like a dinghy for a lot of people's Some boats. Some people think they're just it's right. so small. Okay. So anyway, but my husband, I need this boat cover fixed and blah, blah, blah. So I took my machine and put it in the middle of the living room floor, uh-huh. right? And brought the boat cover in, laid it out, and basically I sewed with the power pedal under my knee. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I said crisscross. Because I needed that much room. Sure. Okay, that was probably the biggest thing I've ever sewn. Yeah. And anytime I do that, I take the machine down to the floor, okay? And now, if you can't sew on the floor, you could put it, say, on a chair and use it on the floor, something like that. But you've got to have that supported. You've got to think about, if you don't have it supported, you're just going to struggle with so every seam you make. You'll struggle because your project will be falling away. Right. Be or, pulling away from under yeah, the machine. You, you know, don't it, want, you also, though, you want enough room to where it's like spread out enough to where you can feed everything. That's right. I mean, who listening or here in this room right now, has not had an extra layer of fabric creep under something That's correct. when you don't have enough That's space. The other thing, too, is you want to keep it clean. Uh-huh. You know, so yeah. you're cluttered. You don't know what's happening. You don't know mm-hmm. where it's going. All of a sudden, something's gotten on it. Blah, blah, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. No, that's very so, That's good. Now, that's good a point. good way to extend your work area, say you have, um, you're on one table, 
or whatever is to back another table up to it. Right. Okay, so so that's a good way to do it. We have a table that has an extension on the back, and not only that, it can back up to other tables we have well, in the studio. I like the idea of creating a temporary uh-huh. workspace. Right. For these things, when they start to get real big. Well, and another thing is, you you may only work on something this large three times in you're your right. life or something. It's yes. not like you need an upholstery studio. Well, and if you really are, you know, if you're listening Ping to us. Ping pong table's also a good thing there to you work go. on. Yeah. You know, if you're listening to us and you really are normally a quilter, um, and you're used to just piecing some small pieces right. together, and you're only going to fix a boat cover once in your life. Yeah, right. you don't need to revamp your whole sewing studio. Right. You know, of course but, not. But, you know, think about it. Think about that the weight's there. And, it, you know, a few minutes of con- reconfiguring something or moving your sewing machine to the dining room table because it's bigger or the ping pong table or whatever you have to do. Um, I know people that have also used the pool table, but... Um, the pool table person sometimes would get upset, so, so you're not either to put cover your it or do it when the, they're not there. Put or your something. machine on another table, whatever, and then put your right, whatever. Let your fabric be on the pool table, whatever. Yeah, but anyway, um, do think about that. It will save you a lot of grief. Yes, I love that tip. People don't think about it enough, right? Um, be, when they take on a big, huge project, right. and it might be a reason. I know you're wanting to move on. It might be a reason that you say no to something. Okay. Oh, yeah, like if you're doing it for someone who's requested it versus your own idea. Yes, like if a you know an acquaintance or someone says, "Can you hem my forty foot drapes?" and you are Fred in your tiny sewing room right. that you made out of your laundry room, and Fred says, "No, I can't make a temporary sewing space right. or something like that." And I mean, I'm saying this about Fred. Also, but it's not worth it. She probably <laughs> would just right. be like, "Yeah, I can do it," you know, but. Good, good on. Maybe it's not worth it, but anyway. Well, yes, and, and it that, might be a reason you don't want to handle some types of projects. This sort of comes to another thing too: is you know how big is the project or moving the project? The item should be close to where you're sewing. So, if you're doing this for someone else, mm-hmm. okay, you're covering couch cushions. Uh-huh. Don't measure. Go make the cushion. You take the and cushion. And then go back. You need the cushion. Take the cushion with you. You, oh, you know, good, maybe, good maybe if all the cushions are the same, you only need one cushion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can you can wind up with some real grief, okay? Uh-huh. You need to know it fits. You need to know how it fits when you try. You know, not not every time is it going to be perfect, and you may have to, um, you know, do do something. Home deck is like book binding. It is. It's yeah. like it's like you take the measure of the thing and you use the thing mm-hmm. as the ruler. Not so, you know. Right, sometimes, right. you know, it's but, more accurate that but way. But like I said, um, I've had people say, "Oh, just measure this and do," it. and I'm like, "No, I have to take it with me." Well, I don't. Well, then, then I, I'm not doing it. Uh-huh. Okay, because I'm not going to go back and forth. First of all, to their place <laughs> and do it. Okay. Another thing is, you can have a project where you do it. In someone else's area, uh-huh. in someone else's home, yeah, whatever. Um, you know, you may have to go to their business, and maybe it's easier to go to their business when the hours are closed. Take the drapes down, lay them on their floor, and Hem do them it there. real quick. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know that. So you know, you can think about it that way. But the item should be within your reach. Yeah. Okay. Um, you shouldn't. Uh, you know, you should be able to refer to it. While you're in the middle of something. Yeah, for, for if, if that's at all possible, make that happen. Right. Okay, so I have, go on. Yeah, yeah, go on. I've got another little funny thing. It's about Velcro. What does that say? What well, says, 
It's a, to me, I understand it. Vel- Velcro attached. So here's what happens with Velcro. Velcro attached. If I have put on the hook side, Velcro is hook and loop tape. One side is hook and one t- side is loop. And then, you know, you put them together and the hooks hold on to the loops. That's what it's called. Yep. Hook and loop tape. Velcro is a brand name. So if I'm working with hook and loop tape and I have to put on the hook side and then continue to sew a piece for some reason, right? Uh-huh. Take the loop side and put it on there. <gasps> okay. Okay? Because if you start sewing and you've got that hook thing moving around, okay, and you don't know where it is, it's going to catch everything. Okay. It, okay? Does that make sense? Yeah, so let's just, hold on. I have an idea for maybe somebody who, like, thinks the way I do. Okay. okay you need to put on a four-piece um, strip of Velcro. Okay. A four piece? Four inch, sorry. Four inch. Four okay. inch piece of Velcro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Somebody who thinks like me. Uh, so you cut that and off. And talks like you yeah. and all that other you stuff. You have a roll of this stuff. And right. we talked about that in our Halloween episode. Mm, right. So you cut up your cut off your four inch piece. Right. And you go ahead and you sew, you know, the hook side down. Right. And then you're going to pop that loop side down on it. Right. Not only is it going to prevent it from catching, but you will know where the other half is. Well, that's the other is. thing. You yeah. don't lose it. It's no, so much fun. That's what I thought no. you were really well, saying that, that Honestly, that, I, I do it. I... I, I do that often. I just uh-huh. keep them together yeah. until I have to separate them. And then them. you can, yeah, it's a good right. idea. Um, now, Velcro, we're gonna, we're, we will address it in another um, part of the series. Because we we're going to talk Velcro. about what side to put where and why you would do it and how you would sew it on. All that stuff. Wide, thick, thin, whatever. But And, and other closures. But I just want to put that out there in case anybody's really like you know ready to start doing um, home deck before somebody's they finish. got their roll of Velcro right, ordered before they finish <laughs> uh, reading or uh, before they finish listening to our podcast. So the other thing that I that you really are going to have to have around are other tools. One is a hammer or a tamper, um, things like this. You may. If you don't have a hammer in your studio, if you don't have a pair of pliers in your studio, if you don't have hemostats in your studio or tweezers or pickups or whatever you may call them, all these things that I just think are part of sewing, okay, you probably need to have them. Yeah, the toolbox comes into play a bit more in home deck, a bit more in bag making, maybe a bit more in like jeans outerwear making like the hammers and the right. and the pliers and stuff but yeah right. no good point i mean and if the only tools you have in your home are in a garage or like a space where you know they're around like sawdust and oil and car and blah 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 you do need a set for your fabrics Right. You don't want and, to have the hammer I, and, that we right. use to build the chicken coop and i hesitate <laughs> to say this but probably for sewing, you might not need the most expensive one. Sure. Although that's what I have because I'm a tool freak. My husband and I It was really over... hard for mom to say that you don't need an expensive something for my, your sewing room. My Just husband and I that. fight over tools. He had my tool. He had a tool of mine that was left to me by my father. Uh-huh. And he says it's his by marriage. And I say, no, it's mine by hereditary, you know, heredity. And my tools are my tools, right? Yeah. So anyway, I also found a pair. Of my I found my green handled 
pliers in his truck after I looked for them for like two years. You probably thought I lost him too. So I, I, just, I, I got know. a dog in this fight I too. I'm saying. I don't I'm know, but don't steal my tools. Don't anyway, steal Anyway, another thing is things that you might measure with. So mm. home deck is bigger, longer, whatever. You may need a long hardware type measuring like tape. Like a tape. Like a metal. Yes, that's 30 tape. feet long there or whatever. I don't, I, yeah. you know, I don't know what you're doing. But, um, you know, your, your 60-inch dressmaker's measuring tape and your maybe your 24-inch, you know, quilter's ruler probably isn't going to hack it. You're probably going to need something longer, bigger. Okay, I don't think you have this on there, but any. Any little tips on cutting before we, or, you know, just a little little taste before we put that in a longer episode? Well, I think the, the one thing about cutting or whatever. Yeah. You know my rule about when you fold something over or when you're cutting something on the fold to yeah. always take a nip out of the center? Uh-huh. I take a nip out of all of my centers of all of my pieces. Okay. Just like we did, in, I say, in garment sewing. If you know where that's now. For one reason, I don't pin a lot. Yeah. I have developed a lot of techniques without pinning. Mm-hmm. So if I know my halfway mark, I'm a happy person. Yeah. And do we? you normally use a rotary cutter? I do use a rotary cutter. home deck. Okay. What do I not use I know. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to prompt no, you a I use bit. a <laughs> Mostly a rotary cutter. And I will tell you, I just did all of these, you know, box cushions, right? People save your money up for a serger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a lot of people in home deck do not finish their seams. Yeah. That's a industry acceptable. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's also why the cushions in my camper were coming apart. It's also why the cushions on my couch right are now. coming apart. Right, because that's a chenille type fabric. Yeah, that's a chenille type they, fabric. You know, they, yep, they're, yep, yep. they're big and bulky, but they're loosely woven sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there, you know, just like surging all the edges of all these squares and triangles and. Not triangles, they were rectangles. rectangles yeah. They were rectangles yeah. and squares. I didn't have any triangles this time. So, But I was like, and you know, I'm sorry. I'm going to preach. Get ready. I'm on the pulpit. They already know. Baby lock, baby lock, baby lock. <laughs> I am telling you, I know I know. it doesn't look like it's 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 in your reach sometimes because, you know, what do they start at? 1500 now or something? Oh, yeah, okay. somewhere. Something Here's like another that. thing you can do. You know that friend of yours who has one? Okay. Tell her about the brand new one that came out. Okay. <laughs> you could, you could buy hers. Yeah. You know, him or her, who, whoever, whoever, right? Tell them that the new one is out and you're so excited and you can't wait okay. to see them have it. And have you thought that they could buy your other one? Um, you need to put a notification in Facebook Marketplace. So I okay, first yes. of all, we're big we're big time supporters of dealers. Okay. Yes. If you can afford to get one from a dealer, yes. do it. Okay. Um put a thing in Facebook Marketplace. Here's what happens sometimes with sewing machines and searchers. Right. Someone may die. Someone may just have gotten something and they just don't want it. They don't know its value. Whatever. They do not know its value. And I have just heard the stories in the face in our Facebook group of right. people getting some really good deals that way. And also in our Facebook group, people saying to others, "Get the baby lock. It changed my life." And we didn't pay them to say no. that. You no. know, um, it it truly is a game changer. I mean. Baby Lock supports us in our business. 
you know. I think they are sponsoring this episode. Oh, oh, really? (laughs) Yes. Well, now that I said that, I could go on and on. So, you know, we do get. Yeah, full disclosure. Full disclosure. We get stuff. And the reason we get it from Baby Lock is because we're believers and we like them. We paid Baby Lock a lot of money for a lot of years to buy their stuff and everything. Yeah, so we use that. But what I'm saying, everybody, is. I, I just, if you are going to sew in any type of volume whatsoever, I can't believe you don't want a serger. It made the inside look so nice. It made it easy to deal with. Part of my fabric was chenille. It was, you know, it was easily raveling. I could handle it. I could throw it across the room. Well, and handle it is the right word. Yes. You throw any fabric. Yes. At... One of those, we're talking about the baby locks that have the self-tension, the self-threading. Right. This would start with the, well, wait a minute, what do the, they call it now? Is that's it a really imagine? good question. No, I think it's called like, oh gosh. It's got a different name. It's not called the Valiant. That's the one up from that. Right. Okay, well. But you want the self-threader. Yeah, self-threaders. Um, because the self-threader, when we say self-threader, that actually includes a lot of other things. It includes self-adjusting tensions okay a very strong it's a thread delivery system there's things about it that Mm -hmm. when that when it self-threads other things other Other things happen there's right there's other characteristics there's other elements at that level that you want if you can get the top of the line and you can get the cover stitch go for it if somebody's in love with you go for it if you have 15 grandchildren you spend a lot of money on them they all need to give you their five dollar birthday money there you go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for Christmas or whatever. But, I mean, it is, you know, I, I sat there using it yesterday, and I thought, I would give up a lot of things to do this, to this have this is, machine. Okay, yeah. I like yeah. how some, I was just listening to another podcast, and this woman was talking about how she has someone clean her house. Yes. And she says, if I, I wasn't able to afford that for a long time. Right. Now I can afford it, and if we had to tighten the budget, it's not the first thing right. I would she get would rid give of. Up food. Uh, yes, yeah, right. right. No, so, like, right. you're saying, say we had to downsize the sewing studio for right. whatever reason. Right. You know, this is not. Right. The, this would be one of the last things. You'd Absolutely. Give up. If yeah. I had to like eat out once less a month, which would be really hard for me because I don't hardly eat out. Nobody takes me any place, you guys. But anyway. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> look how little this violin is. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, I would, you know, it it enhances what you're doing. It makes it so much better. It makes it easier. Anyway, that I can step down. That was down. a nice tangent. I, I can step job. down from the pulpit, yep. but th- that's the way I feel about that. All right. Uh, I think we need to wrap this up. Okay, what What's talk your about? last One nugget? One more thing. This yes. is an, a nugget that could be included in anything. So this camper fabric I had picked out, and I had put it in a um, plastic bag and on a piece of paper in a big like magic marker like a sharpie marker permanent marker on the piece a of paper marker. i think it was a magnum which i love no, anyway i had written camper so that i it was labeled i put it in the plastic bag i put all this fabric in, now this is a big huge like quilt size plastic bag thing yeah right? okay and i went to take it out and the ink had degraded and had put a shadow on the plastic and I thought oh no what if this is on my fabric it wasn't but there you go so don't close up something like that a permanent ink Ink. it still degrades 
Yeah. Right? And it gives off gases no, and stuff. Call. So anyway, um, be careful how you label it. I guess I should have just written or it in put pencil. put it on the outside or something. Yeah, I or... like it in the bag. It doesn't come off. I don't yeah, have right, to worry right. about it. No, you know, right. I've done this. I've done this a hundred times. I think it part of it was I know where it was and it got hot, and it was in there for a while. It was in there for a lot a while. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was in, in there. there it was in there for a while. It was in there for months. Okay. Right. So, but what I'm saying is, be careful. You know, things need air. Yeah. That that's a no. Clue. You were you were kind of. I mean, of that's a clue. And tale. you know, magic markers. I mean, Sharpie's good. I actually color on fabric with it. Yeah. You know, and um. But anyway, be careful. Don't do that. I almost had a big boo-boo. Almost had a sadness. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. You can get to us. Um, go like us on Instagram. Okay? Uh, that's an ask. Uh, that is, um, if you love the podcast, go to Instagram and search So Here Calm. And it would be so lovely for you to follow us there. I appreciate it. I think the last post I shared is the clown from It knitting red balloons i know and i couldn't hardly stand it i, I don't okay. like it you I know what like was it. so funny I don't is like vogue it. vogue knitting made that post and the original post is actually like the clown it's a video it's so funny i don't like scary movies either um i but just don't like clowns i well both there things. you go okay well thank you all for listening instagram uh get to me at mallory at sohere.com and zd take it away so long and so happy thanks for listening to sewing out loud for even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh,